Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. And we are live. Your girl show me. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number Your girl Marty Mar. Messy Mondays podcast. Welcome back. Um 51 is just the closer to 52, which 52 is technically a full year because 52 weeks. That's true. But we are celebrating a full year already in August, but this is just commensurating all of that. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. The thing about weeks. You know how when people are like pregnant and they're like all these weeks pregnant. Since I've never been pregnant, I'm just like that's really confusing. Can you just tell me how many months? I say that all the time, especially when you tell me how old your children are and you want to yeah. tell me your child is oh they're 18 months. Nope, I don't care. Right. Or 72 months. When does it stop? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot. Like I gotta do math. I'm not good with the months. Maybe when we produce children will understand why i know because once you and i either get pregnant i know we're gonna be into the week thing because it's really closer to the weeks and how many weeks are left until you're pregnant so but that's how the doctors speak so you have to like understand that's how they communicate you know i've heard that like some doc like some doctors be off on how many weeks you actually are so like they'll they'll think you're six weeks but there's no telling when you've actually literally began getting pregnant or something like that so some women actually go to 40 40 weeks but you're supposed to only go to like 38 39 wow that's interesting and very concerning right (laughs) that you were baking a little too long yeah and not only that like what if you're sleeping with three guys you need to know these exact dates for these messy situations of people who send the stories you know what i'm saying like i didn't know i'm not gonna talk about other people but that's fine That has to be really dramatic. Like not knowing who the dad is, that's like crazy. It is. And I think it's it puts your friends in a place too where you're just like, I'm just here to support you, girl. Yeah. I'm just here to support. And like you're you're just a supportive friend when it's happening to your friend, like those kind of things. Yeah. Because you don't want to put them in that space of like judgment. Yeah. Um, and so you wanna be respectful and be like, girl, here's a gift. You know, <laughs> let's throw you a baby shower. And shout out girls. to the girls that like have the baby showers and do all the pictures and you never even get a inclination of who the daddy is. I'm like, okay, like you really just going to ride this out, girl. Like you ain't even going to show him. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but I think that might be one of those things where like, I mean, a lot of women nowadays are like, I can do this on my own. I mean, we've had those conversations before where it would like, if it comes, I've had this conversation with friends, if it comes down to it. I can do it by myself. We don't have to have, you know what I mean? I mean, everybody's capable. It is what it is. Nobody would ideally say, you know what I'm saying? But it's obviously everybody's capable. And nowadays, sometimes it's sometimes even worse to even have that individual around if it wasn't a good fit. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of reasons. to be. Yeah. Yeah. But shout outs to all of y'all pregnant out there. Yeah. That has nothing to do with what the show is about tonight, by the way. No, nothing. We went on a <laughs> whole tangent from weeks to pregnancy. So welcome to Messy Mondays. It just gets yeah. that messy. Exactly. Today's episode is really unique because you guys are going to get a little bit of a taste of some of the other things that are coming with Messy Mondays now. Um, we are going to start doing some out on-site interviews with like really cool individuals some people are going to be here in miami some people are going to be over in seattle and we're going to be doing like little one-on-ones and talking to people and having that footage inserted into our interview so you guys can experience that person live really cool um that's just part of our growth and of course if you guys still want to be part of the actual interview process and join us on youtube live you are welcome hit us up let us know and uh, make sure to contact us at Messy Mondays Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Or you can hit up myself at showme underscore ENT. And you can hit up Marley at love Marley underscore. So L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore. And these are going to be really fun. So hit us up. And we are loving this live YouTube experience video. We figured this out in a sense, almost. Yeah. We're not experts. But it's really an enjoyable experience because now we get to see, literally see and look at the faces of all of our um, partners and anyone who wants to participate in any of our hosts or guest hosts um, on the show. So I'm excited. And some people like to watch us and some people just like to listen. Everybody has a different flavor. Some people really enjoy the headphone experience. Some people like the YouTube watching experience. So we're giving it to you both. 
So that's really cool, guys. And thank you so much for allowing us to continue to entertain you guys on almost a weekly basis for the 52nd time. So that's pretty. 51st. 51st. 51st and then 52nd. We're not there, we're not there yet. Yes. And with no further ado, we're going to introduce you guys to Michelle from Fierce Fit in Miami. That video is going to drop right after this. You're going to just stay tuned. It's going to play automatically. Shout out to Phil the Creative. He actually did the behind the scenes camera work. He is a friend of the pod. That guy has done yes. so much for us. It's unbelievable. You are like an angel. We love you. Thank you so much. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Just watch this interview. Hey everyone, what's up? It's Messy Mondays. This is such a special episode because this is our first on-site interview. How amazing. Thank you for everyone who has been tuning in thus far. We are doing our visual podcast thing now and what better way than to celebrate than having a superwoman on the actual podcast. This is awesome. We have on our episode, we have Michelle. She is the founder of Fierce Fit Miami. And I want you to say hi to all of our messy listeners. Hi. I didn't know I was the first on-site. Yes. That's pretty cool. I feel special now. You should feel special <laughs> for a million reasons that everyone's going to find out about right now. But you should feel special. Absolutely. Thanks. So tell us, um, what is Fierce Fit Miami? So Fierce Fit's a high-intensity interval training boot camp. We opened in November of 2016. Um, it's not CrossFit. People always kind of associate it with that. I'm not sure if it's the kettlebells or the functional movements, <laughs> but um, it's very functional. We don't use machines. We use TRX, kettlebells, dumbbells, medicine balls. We run, we jump rope, we use conditioning ropes, we do pull-ups, we do team events together, like Tough Mudders, races. Like team, like you and your trainers do it? or the No, people the that... members oh, and wow. the trainers, yeah. How cool. I think that's, I've always wanted to do one of those mud runner things. They're fun. But is it like really hard? Like I, I yes. sometimes feel, right. Like it just feels like, I like the fact that you get dirty. I'm not going to lie because I feel like it's an excuse to get dirty. But I, I don't know if I can handle it. No, you can. Um, it's all about teamwork. Like there was this 10 foot wall in one of the Spartan races that we did. And I'm five foot two. I'm, I can't, you know, no. So one of the trainers, what he did was he kneeled and then he like kind of put his hands right here like cheerleader and we all just stepped on him and jumped over the wall. So you help each other. It's a fun group thing. But we were all sore for five days. Right. It's teamwork, basically. Yeah. And it kind of makes you bond and all of that. Yeah, yeah. It's super fun. That's pretty cool. Well, um, I want to make sure that people understand how this all started. I first want to kind of say that I love the Fierce Fit name kind of because it reminds me of Beyonce because I don't know like it kind of yeah. gives me that vibe <laughs> of being like fierce and being like powerful and being a woman and you know overcoming obstacles and what like that's the I love the word you know what I mean yeah and I know that you pretty much had a lot of the creative influence in creating this whole thing I want people to know the beginning of when you decided to open up this whole entire process and gym how did that start well it was always a long-term goal of mine but um, when I graduated college, I graduated with a degree in broadcast journalism. I interned in the field. I thank God for that internship because I realized it wasn't for me. And, um, and there was just nothing else I saw myself doing besides opening a business. And fitness has always been my passion. I started working out intensely when I was 14. I wasn't overweight. But I was, I was on the chubbier side. And in dance, that was very frowned upon a decade ago, well, more than a decade ago. <laughs> so that motivated me to get in the gym, you know, and look better in my dance costume. And from that moment on, I, I never stopped working out. It's been a big passion of mine ever since, fitness, nutrition. And so I, I wanna spread my knowledge on fitness and helping other people better their health. Wow, okay, so when you started working out when you were 14, were you doing things to this level? Like this, you know, usually when kids work out that age it's because they're involved in a sport of some kind. Um, I was in dance. I was in a dance magnet, dance team in school, and then dance studio. So aside from all that, I would still go to the gym. I had a personal trainer. I was so serious about it. Wow. Yeah. 
and we did do very intense workout. She actually introduced me to high intensity interval training because I wasn't a fan of the machines and doing three sets of 10, sitting there working out one muscle and then moving to the next machine, waiting in line for machines. So she helped me out with that and introduced me to that spectrum. And here we are, I never stopped doing it. And how did you overcome the fear of being a first time business owner? Like a lot of people nowadays, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. That's mm -hmm. like kind of like in style, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And everybody kind of wants to branch off. Nobody wants to work for corporate America. People want to be independent. Mm -hmm. What gave you the strength as well as how did you combat the fear of being able to say, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it all the way and Fierce Fit is going to be a real thing? Uh, to be honest with you, I never had the fear. I think in part because I was young and naive. I didn't know what came with owning a business and I'm glad I didn't know because I don't know if I would have done it if yeah. I would have really known. It would have turned you off probably, right? Yeah. And um, people tried to tell me, you know, oh, uh, you're, you're so young, like you have other priorities. Like you, you want to party. You're not going to want to spend Friday night working on your brand. You're going to go out and party and be, as a result of that, it's going to fail. Little did they know I burned myself out in college. So by the time I was 20, I was a grandma. <laughs> you were a professional partier. Oh yeah. In okay. college? Oh, we have stories for days, but that's another story for another day. So, um, I just took it on with my eyes closed. I had no doubts, no fears. I was just like, let's do this. Wow. It's because I was 23. And you know, when you're young, you think you're invincible. Yeah, but that's like super impressive. Like when do you communicate with a 23 year old that has a business plan, number one, that has a business plan that makes sense. That's not like, oh, I want to fly planes and be amazing. Like you had a business plan that makes sense. And you yeah. actually had the ability to execute. You know what I mean? And those are things that should be highlighted because there's people that are triple the age of 23 and they never have the ability to move forward. So that's really awesome. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who, you know, get the business degree, but they're not business savvy. So they're, they're not, they're book smart when it comes to that. But when it actually comes to owning the business and running the business and growing it, that's a difference. That's something that a professor in a lecture hall can't teach you. Right. And I think that's something that was innate right. with me. And also, some people don't know how to treat their employees. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's something that doesn't really get taught. Yeah, you'll read a manual on how to manage, but there's a human element to it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So, like, now that you have a team of trainers and you guys, you know, I've watched you and I'm one of your fans and I'm always watching your stories, it seems like you guys have a really close niche and you have a bond. Yeah, the, one of my trainers, he's been with me since the moment, since before I even opened my doors, he reached out. We went to high school together, but we were never really close friends or anything. And he re reached out and he was like, hey, I'd love to be a part of your team. Whenever you open your doors, like, you know, consider me. And I did. I interviewed him and he worked out and it's been two years already and he's still here, you know, which I really yeah. appreciate. He's Absolutely. Like, now, are you a Miami native? Yes. So you were born and raised here. You know that's rare. You know everybody's like from somewhere else and like they started somewhere else, but that's cool. I'm, I'm I left sure. Miami for two years, came right back. Where did you move to? Kansas. Why? <laughs> Damn, why? They gave me a good scholarship for being Hispanic, because you know there's like zero Hispanics, I'm much sure. less Cubans. <laughs> I'm sure. So I took it and um, I wanted to go away for college to get that college experience. So. Again, I blindly just took it on and said, yeah. why not? Miami's yeah. not going anywhere if right. I ever want to go back. So I went for a year and a half, came back, finished off at the U. Okay, so you are a UM graduate. Yes. Yes, and we all know that you guys do not play when it comes to team spirit. Oh, no, I have not missed a game since 2013. Wow. I swear. That's crazy. What was it like going to school in UM? Because usually from the outside in, it looks like, you guys are really into your football team. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You guys are really, really diehard loyal mm -hmm. and the city loves you too. Mm -hmm. Like that's pretty much what you get when you first come to Miami, you understand. Yeah. What is it like being a person that you used to be a cheerleader as well? Yeah. So, you know, what is that culture like? It was awesome. It's, it kind of feels like 
as a student, you feel like you're in high school because it's so small. The classes are like 12 kids per class. You know everyone, everyone, especially if you're in athletics, if you're a cheerleader, dancer, any athlete, you all know each other. You feel like you're in high school. But it's also cool because no one who's actually from Miami goes to the University of Miami. So people would meet me and they'd be like, oh, you're actually from here, cool. And yeah. I would get to meet people from other parts of the country. Yeah. So that was cool. That's awesome. And I, I always used to say, I can only imagine what it's like to leave your state and go to school down here. Cause you, I went to, away for school, just like you did. And you, you know, you, it's, it's fun in that element cause you're stepping out of your comfort zone and you get to meet a culture that's not your own. So that's cool. But I can think, I think to myself, imagine if you were dorming out here from one of these I other that. states. Like, oh no, not from another state. But. but you know what I mean? Like it must be such an awesome place to go to school and to like live in the dorms. Cause you have everything that Miami offers, these beaches, the heat, yeah. it's just like, it's wow. How do you even focus? Like I feel like people fail out of college. I almost didn't graduate. I bet, I, 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 I believe really you. There's just didn't. too many options out here. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But you did graduate. But I did. Congratulations. Thank you. And you didn't use your degree. But I do. But you use your degree in other ways. In other ways. Very cool. I tell my mom that to make her feel better. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so now let's talk about the Fierce Fit workout regimen. I know that you guys are known for having a very versatile group of people that come here. You are a no judgment zone. It's a very family oriented feeling. And you guys even work with people who are recovering from injuries, people who used to be ex-athletes, getting them back into shape. Um, tell a person what it would be like to take a class here. Well, it's intense. If you're looking for an easy workout, a workout that's not gonna challenge you, don't come. Um, it's intense for anyone. We find we figure out a way to program the workout so that it's challenging for the beginner and also challenging for the former athlete, for the fit person in the room. For the beginner, there's there's a certain standard on the board. That's your goal. That's not something that you must do that very day, that very class but you work toward that and that would be your goal. So for that class, we would modify it for the beginner and do whatever we need to do so that they feel comfortable and they complete the workout. Okay. As long as it's at their own pace and they're listening to their bodies, as long as they finish the workout, we feel like we did our job right. What, do you have like a person that you can say has been a great success story that you see a transformation from beginning to end? Have you had the pleasure of experiencing that? Yes, oh my God so many people um there's this one girl Sharice she absolutely hated working out her friend dragged her in here she was overweight uh now she comes the the friend moves away so she was like Sharice was like oh my god I I'm left without a gym buddy and usually when people come in together like that when one drops the other one's gonna drop right but she stuck through it. She met other people. She's done these races with us. She's lost a ton of weight. She's so healthy. And it was life-changing for her. And now she comes every day on her own, holds herself accountable, takes the initiative. She doesn't need that person there telling her, hey, you know, get up, let's go to the gym. If she can't make it in the evening, she'll come in the morning before work at the crack of dawn. That's awesome. That's really awesome because I know how hard it is to just get up in the morning sometimes. Like getting, once you're here, it's fine. But when you have to get up in the morning yeah. and you have to say, you know what, I'm going to go work out right now. It's like one of the hardest moments in no, the day. No, for sure. You're like, you have to talk yourself into it. You have to not let that little voice in the back of your head. Yeah. So how do you find the way to stay motivated like what what do you think is the best way for a person to tell themselves you know what I stuck to this and I'm doing it because a lot of times people feel like you know what this time it's really gonna work mm -hmm. this time I'm gonna lose the weight. I'm gonna get fit I'm this and the fourth I want to be amazing I want to be fly but then everything else kicks in and the excuses kick in and, yeah. I'm, and I'm tired and I have to go to work you know mm -hmm. like what do you how do you coach the people that you motivate on a regular basis to fight through that well, um, if you want it, no external factors are going to influence you. 
But if you do find yourself losing that motivation and kind of deviating from the plan, there's a couple of things I suggest. You can get new workout clothes. That's always exciting to put on something new. And surrounding yourself with people who have the same goals as you, if you're gonna go out to eat on a Friday night with all of your friends who wanna go have McDonald's, that's not gonna work. Also, just like kind of becoming obsessive over it. Like put pictures of your goal body all over your fridge when you're gonna go for that ice cream or whatever. Just Or don't buy the ice cream. Don't buy the ice cream. Yeah, but yeah. people wanna use the excuse that, oh, uh, the kids, you know, I buy it for the kids and I lose control and then I go for one scoop and one scoop turns into a pint of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're in that situation where you have kids or other people in the house, um, yeah, just tunnel vision. If you want it, you want it, you know? Right. So now, what is next in the Fierce Fit calendar so people can join and people can attend and what's coming up? Well, we have a lot of exciting things coming up. We're coming up on two years. We're going to have a party at actually one of the members' houses. They opened up their house and were wow. like, hey, let's throw the party here. And I was like, sure, let's do this. That's really and, awesome. Yeah, because she's always throwing parties at her house, and I always see them on social media, and they look awesome. Yeah. So when she threw out the idea, I took her up on it. Is it going to be like healthy snacks? or <laughs> are, Okay, because I don't know. If it's like if it's a gym celebration, are you allowed no. to figure out? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm human, you yeah. know. And it's on the weekend, so I'll give them like a little freebie. The cheat day. Yeah, just once. It's a rare occasion, but yeah. Um, so that, and then we're doing a, a holiday challenge. We did it last year, a maintain, don't gain cha challenge so that they're motivated to maintain themselves throughout the holidays and not gain all this weight. Uh, during Thanksgiving, during that time, on average, Americans will gain five pounds. I believe it. Yeah, believe it. which five pounds is so easy to gain if you're just eating and not being active. Especially when you travel, because you know if let's say you go into your family's house, um, you're going to wake up late, you're going to hang out with the family, you're yeah. not necessarily going to work out for those that four-day weekend, you know, like it's just the Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to put a little something together to keep people on the ball and then... And how can people keep up with it? Like are they going to be able to do it on, the, on your Instagram? Make sure to let them know your Instagram and all of that. Yes, uh, no, it's gonna be more of an in-house challenge. We're gonna be taking their body fat every week, their body fat measurements, and it'll be attendance-based too, so they have to show up to their workouts and everything. And all of our challenges have been really great. The members get, 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 they get rewarded with like a free month of classes, plus a cash prize, or it's always rewarding. That's cool, so what if somebody just wanted to try out your class? Do you guys let people try out a class like for free? Yes, we do an introductory, in, introductory free week pass for anyone who has never stepped foot in here. They get the week free. Because our workouts are so different every day that we feel like if they just come in one day, they won't really get a feel for what it's really like. So we think a week is good for them to really get a good taste you can of your spit. too in a week. I believe so because you yeah. start feeling good in the morning and the next exactly. day and all that, yeah. And you want to keep going back. Right. So what do you see in the future of Fierce Fit? I know this is your baby and Miami and you started it, but I also know that you have plans to make Fierce Fit the gym of the world, of the country, of the yes. South. Like, what is the plan? I do think that the world needs more functional training, high-intensity interval training gyms. It seems like in a lot of cities, there's either just traditional gyms with machines or CrossFits. There needs to be an in-between, you know? So yes, my goal is to definitely expand South Florida, Florida, US, international, little by little, one step at a time. I'm not in a rush. You know, like you said, this is my baby, so this is like the, the base of it all. Like this has to be intact in order for any, for it to appeal to any investor, for anyone, any potential franchisee. So that'll come in due time. 
All the documentation is ready for anyone who is interested in purchasing a franchise. Everything's ready to go, all the workouts, marketing material, operations manual. We would just have to talk it out and seal the deal. You hear that, guys? So if you want to open up a Fierce Fit, all you got to do is contact Michelle, and she already has all you need. You just need the money and the location. So. <laughs> the money and the location, and we'll talk. Yeah, absolutely. That's really awesome. And I really, one thing I'm going to say about people who are on our podcast, um, it's kind of like a lucky charm. People always speak to us right before they're going to do something that's going to blow them up even further. So who knows? No way! I yeah. promised hand to God. I promise. Um, and um, and I'm, I'm gonna sh we're going to do a little segment that's going to show people when they first came on and what happened after because it's really impressive, actually. It's, it's starting to make me feel like we have like some type of a juju going oh on over gosh. here. Oh, my gosh. So there's a strong possibility, ladies and gentlemen, by that this time next year, the second Fierce Fit will be open. Oh, no, by this time next year, for sure. There you go. You see how it happens? And it just comes true, and then we're going to see you on TV teaching classes like the hip-hop dance people that Oh, I don't know up. about hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yes. You know, it, it caught on, and everybody was into it. You know what I mean? And that's what happens, and that's really awesome. And I think that what you're doing right now by just giving people a longer life is really the key right now. Like, everybody's really into all these older celebrities and older people that look great. You know, it's like everybody's like now starting to catch on that it's possible to still maintain and to still look good. But the real secret to that is being healthy and yeah. treating your body like you only have one body. Eating like you only have one life and treating your muscles like it's your only set. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people like you are really helping people have a longer life. So with that being said, we need to reward the people who are paying it forward into society and the universe will do that for you as well thank you absolutely and we really hope that anyone who's watching is inspired so that they can move forward and if you're in the miami area guys make sure to come and make sure to take the free week and make sure to join one of the challenges and i know thanksgiving is a really hard one i know it's a really it is. hard one it is we're human and yeah it's hard for anyone whether you're into fitness or not but um, you just have to stay focused and um, not be one of those cliche people who wants to start in January. I know. Resolutions, I hate them. I hate resolutions. I, I, I don't believe in them. Yeah, like why do you have to wait for January 1st, you know? Yeah. Start. Why do you even have to wait for a Monday? Start tomorrow. Start today. You That's know? true. That's very true. And I've, I've, I've learned through my like, weight loss journey because I've, I've been up and down my whole life. Yeah, yeah you for lost sure. a lot. I saw it on your Instagram somewhere. Yes, I did. And people who've been following me for years see that. What I can say is that it's, it's, it's never ending and it's something that you got to stick to. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's not like, oh, I'm going to get fit for my wedding and... Uh, it's magically gonna stay this way right. and go back to my old habits. A lot Doesn't of work women that way. do those crash diets for their wedding, where they're like literally just drinking water <laughs> and lemon for like a month, and like yeah. they lose all this crazy weight and. But you gain it right back. Yeah. Okay, so Michelle, so tell people if they want to become a member, if they want to follow you, if they want to learn about Fierce Fit, how do they do that? Well, you guys already know about the free week pass. It's the free week pass is actually on our website. You can go ahead and claim it on there. The website is fiercefitbootcamp.com. That's F-I-E-R-C-E, fit, F-I-T, bootcamp, B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P.com. <laughs> on there, you can find the free week pass, our schedule, all of our membership options, as well as class packages. We do have individual class packages. All the franchising information, we have a tab that says own a Fierce Fit. On there you can find that too. And then our Instagram handle is fiercefit underscore bootcamp. F-I-E-R-C-E fit, F-I-T underscore bootcamp. B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P. Hope Thank to see you, you soon. <laughs>
Awesome, guys. So now you know. Make sure to come. I'm going to be honest with you. There's no air conditioning in here. So if you want to sweat, <laughs> you're going to sweat. You're going to sweat. Bring your water. We have towels, but bring your water. Yes, guys. And for those of you who are working out, you know it's important that it's hot while you're working out. It cannot be cold. There's nothing worse than going to a gym and it's like 40 degrees in that gym. Yeah. And you're like, I can't even get into this. I can't even find a groove because it's so cold in here. You're not going to have that problem here. <laughs> so I want everybody to be ready to I come agree. And this and is not sweat. biased. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being our first on-site interview. Yes. This is an epic moment. First of many, guys. We're going to be supporting Michelle all the way. We're going to give you guys the information. It's going to be right at the bottom. All the handles, all the information, all the stuff you need. It's going to be there. And thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Oh my God, guys. Thank you so much for watching. That was fun. I would love to hear everybody's feedback. Please make sure to follow Michelle. She was awesome. She was a great sport. Shout out to once again, Phil the Creative. Make sure to check him out. Follow him. All the info is going to be on the bottom as per usual. We're going to tag him on our Instagram. We're going to tag him on the bottom of the YouTube link. Make sure to support them both. And if anybody wants us to go and do an on-site interview with you guys, either in Seattle or here in Miami, just hit us up and we'll be more than happy to do that with you guys. So the interview was very encouraging and reminding us that sometimes the, all those degrees that we go and get and all those certifications we go and sign up for, uh, just degree in general as a person who went to university and master's and all that stuff, sometimes you end up in a whole different road and a whole different direction than what you're usually first started off with, like your steps just kind of change, the direction just kind of moves and takes you a different way. So that was awesome to hear. Yeah, and it works. It works sometimes, really awesome. Yeah, sometimes it's meant to be. <laughs> yes, now let's talk about another thing that's meant to be, Marley, because we all know about this jackpot. Listen, <laughs> I so I did not play this, and if those of you who don't know, the jackpot currently for the Mega Millions is at 1.6, Billions dollars? Billions. Billions. Isn't it like Austin Powers? Billions of dollars. So, <laughs> yeah. Billions. And I did not play the past week when it was at $1 billion. And I think that was major. I don't think people knew what to do with themselves. Um, and for some reason, something was like, to me, was like, no, I'm good. I think the 1.6 I will be participating in. I've never seen anything like this. This is nuts. I'm going to put a $10 in there, $10 to the pot. That I mean, it's, it's worth it. Why not? I mean, at the end of the day, we're paying taxes to our country because this is pretty much what this is. Um, so we're just giving $10 to the Board of Education, right? Isn't that supposedly what they do? It, we're supporting the children. <laughs> right. So who the, cares? The future. So you know what I'm saying? At least we're giving $10 to a good cause of some kind. I hope that's what they do with the money for real. But it's just like, yo, that's like unfab. I can't even like picture what i would do if i won like what would be the first thing you would do if you won like instant like you see the numbers the numbers are there like oh shit. I, I would i think like literally because i know that the impact this is going to have on my life on a positive and on a negative scale right okay. because then you have to come to the realization that money is like, the root of all the root of all evil and like it doesn't make happiness all across right like it more money more problems we have come to that conclusion so i think for me i would cry of the joy and what this is gonna do for like myself my parents my future kids you know what jay-z and beyonce say like they kids 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 yeah it, you know it's set up right yeah. so just imagine that i would cry and scream and i would keep it to myself i would be quiet for a good while wouldn't even call your parents if you like hit it i would have to go to their face and go talk to them okay i, I wouldn't be able that's not something I, there was not something i would say over the phone okay why because you think you'd be listen to no no <laughs> just because like i need like for me i think i'm just like maybe a little bit conspiracy theorist like well, i don't know like, we need to, like, have a conversation. We need to talk about this. We need to, like, plan this out. We need to know where we're going, who you're telling, who you're not. There's people you can't tell. That's a fact. Can't tell people. People die out here when people win the lotto. Hold on a second. But don't they make you take a picture when you win winnings like this? That's the other problem. We may need to hire somebody <laughs> to take my place. 
Yo, no disrespect to like the Muslim religion, but I would kind of try to see if I can pull that off. <laughs> yeah, and wear the jump off. You feel me? <laughs> just be like all me, only my eyes. You know what just I mean? Like, right out here. I I know that's disrespectful, but it's just like you are afraid. Like I'm you're like a target. It's very dangerous, and so I think for me, if I won, I would book a flight on the last couple dollars I got before claiming. <laughs> go to my parents, have this sit-down conversation, fly my sister in, have the sit-down conversation, have them sign have a contract. There you go. You hear? Have them sign their life away on this one piece of paper that I will take it all back. <laughs> nice. If you screw me over. Yeah. And plot it out from there. Would like, you tell them how much you won or would you just say, "Listen, I won?" Or would you say the exact like if the number is like Six hundred million. Because let's just say that all that shit goes taxes, all that nonsense, whatever, and you decide to get in a lump sum. You don't want to get it for life, and you end up with six hundred million dollars. And we're just saying this on a generous level. You get six hundred million. Would you tell them you got the full six hundred million? I would. Okay. Because that's a like that's a gen that's a that's not a billion, <laughs> but it's more than what we've ever had. Yeah. So I would tell them the amount. But re relate reiterating the fact that it's mine, we got to make things clear with people, no matter who they are. <laughs> My uh, name's on the check. But reiterating that um, and then making a plan and executing a plan of things. And then I wouldn't share it with a lot of people. Like, I just wouldn't tell a lot of people. I couldn't. I probably wouldn't tell anybody but my my parents and my sister. I can understand that though, because it's just like, I, it's just like you don't tell people how much money you have in your bank account. You understand? Like you just don't. That's and that's we don't share our salaries. No, and that's actually really like taboo to like ask a person how much money they make. Like it's like, well, I think it's an American culture thing to ask how much yeah. they make because as I've grown older, I've we've kind of come to like we just share as it is. Like oh, they offered me this much. You'd be like, girl, that's change. Exactly. Why would I take it? Like those kind of things. You know what I mean? Like we started, I think in retrospect, when it comes to, if you're in the professional area, you start sharing, but it is a little taboo as well. But winning. Yeah. But you only share with people who kind of are in your world. Like you don't share with your friend that you know that makes less money than you. Yeah, I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> those are actual facts. So that is true. Because that's true. That's true. Because I'm cautious with who I share with. Exactly. Especially, but if they ask, they ask. And if I know that they don't make what I make and they ask me, I'll still share it and say it. But if we're just having right. a conversation, I wouldn't just spoil it out and say it. It's, it's an awkward topic. Weirdly, it's an awkward topic Money's to talk a about money. Topic. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. The rich and poor and the whole like social aspects. And then People sometimes feel like they can't be friends with you or they're cautious in going out with you because you make more. You ever be around those people who can buy a bottle and you'll be like, uh, I can pay for the cup. <laughs> you know, you yeah, have a moment I've where you're been just in like, situations like that, especially when you go to like these really fancy restaurants and then the bill is like 250 bucks for one person. And I'm like to myself, I'm like, hold on. I didn't sign up to spend $250 at this dinner. Like I get it that sometimes you got to live a little but I think that at the end of the day, like you should prepare people for that. And those kind of dinners, I would say, hey, I'm in the mood for a really extravagant dinner. Would you be interested in coming with me? I would explain to that person, this is an expensive restaurant. Like I think, and, and that's what I like a lot of people that I know that they'll be like, hey, I want to go to this restaurant. Are you interested? FYI, it's $3 marks right? <laughs> on Yelp. Yeah. Or four. Or $4 marks on Yelp, FYI, you know, and then it's up to them to decide because I give you that opportunity to know this is where that scale of it is. I would never just bring up on somebody, oh, we're going to this restaurant. And then it's just- I've been to like, have you been to Barton G here in Miami? Never because you know why? Because I heard that shit is chicken nuggets. And then it's like just a, like an expensive bill for chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. I wouldn't say, I'm not going to exaggerate and say it's like nuggets, but I'm definitely going to say that it's not good food. Yeah, like it's not like it's like, yeah, whatever the experience for those of you who want to look it up, go onto the website Barton G. 
It's here in Miami. I think they have a few, but I know they have that. in New York. They have in Vegas. Yeah. You'll see it on like the Real Housewives and all these different other shows. Real and they're shows. known for having like these extreme desserts that are really displayed really extravagantly. They have like giant forks. Like it's it's cool and it's like an experience. It's a picture moment. It's definitely Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those restaurants. But I tell you, I promise you, at that time I was making good money. So sometimes you do things like that with others who are making good money as well. Mm -hmm. So you go to these restaurants to experience it, and I felt like I blew money and I had money at that time. And I was thinking to myself, damn, this is 215 bucks. Like I didn't even like this. And it's like, I had this drink that was like sm smoke was coming out the drink with the nitrogen drinks and all that. And I was just like, I ain't even drunk. Like, it's like, I spent all this money <laughs> on sugar. <laughs> and it's like, that's what I mean. It's like, I get the whole fancy stuff and like being cool and saying that you've been there. But I've been to restaurants that I've spent way less and I've mm -hmm. enjoyed way more. That's yep. just the truth. And yep. sometimes I feel like I get it, but it's like, it's not worth it sometimes. But you're right. Be a, be a good person and tell a person and prepare a person like, listen, this is one of those restaurants that you will be a little thrown back if you've never been here before. Like, this is an expensive place. Like, read mm -hmm. the reviews, look it up. See what the price point is. But I, I usually set up those kind of things like let's schedule three weeks or two weeks from now. We're going to meet up. We're going to this restaurant. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so that way everyone's just kind of in line. And don't invite people to like an expensive ass birthday party either. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been there. Just like, you're not even cool with the person. You're there because somebody else and you're like, wait, we're all splitting this. What, what yeah. just happened here? I don't know, y'all. I split yeah. only I split bills with friends that I know and people who know like my circumstances. Their circumstances. Like I only split bills with friends that I actually know. Like, right. be like, sure, whatever. We all help each other out. But don't go OD. And pay the fee to, like, get the bill split. Because, honestly, when there's a party of, like, 15, guys, no. No. Just just give me what I ordered. Yeah. It's really a nightmare. But if we win the billion dollars. Oh, it's all on me. Situation. I'm okay. So, step one. Plan. Step, step one. one is to plan. Right. Conversation plan with the family. Step two, so let's, so definitely just the plan. Step two would be putting that plan into action. I think my step two would be um, getting rid of debt for me. Yes. Mine and too. In comparison to what I owe to what that money is, like, of course, my debt seems like a lot right now because if it wasn't, I would have paid it off. You know what I'm saying? It's a billion dollars. It's pennies. And I wouldn't feel the hurt. No, but it's 1,000% pennies for what I owe. I'm very proud of saying I don't have, like, ridiculous debt like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I would first pay debt just because I feel like it's such an accomplishment to say, like, I have no bills. Like, everything is done. I can just feel it in my heart. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Like, that would be such a sense of happiness. It's not even funny. So I, after plan, I love step one, get a plan. Step two, pay your debt. That'll be my step two, pay the debt. That includes student loans, credit card bills, car notes. <laughs> I'll be selling the car afterwards. Car notes, um, anything, any debt that you owe, medical bills, you know, all those little things, just clearing that out. Or you can even give the car to someone who's been a really good person to of you. Of course. Like, here. Of course, you know. I'll be paying off the car, but I'm just right. giving it to somebody else, right. donating it for all I care. Exactly. It's going to somewhere. So exactly. definitely, that's definitely a good plan too. What is plan part three? Or <laughs> okay, after I pay the debt, me personally, go ahead. I have to do something for myself that is like awesome. Like I feel like I have to. It doesn't have to be like world tour, no. But I mean, like something really fucking awesome, like. Like, go to some extravagant fucking over-the-top cruise that's, like, amazing or, like, a really beautiful hotel stay and get all kinds of massages and, like, you know, get my hair done and my nails and, and go. I'll get all kinds of facials and massages and all that. Like, I feel like I would really pamper the hell out of myself. That's Not even one. think twice and do everything that's out there, like a, a freaking unnecessary petals of water and and snowflakes diamond from water alaska. like whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like something really amazing. alaska water brought by polar bears <laughs> <laughs> foolish foolish something really foolish and ridiculous i like that because you do need a little bit of pampering right yeah so i like that i would do i would do the pampering i think i would go somewhere like 
Costa Rica almost somewhere or somewhere with like a mountainous forest view. Like I want something that's just gives me, give me the most exotic thing. I would do that. Um, and I would probably go to like three or four countries. Right off the bat. Okay. But I know that's a long, we're, we're talking short. You're, you're talking about no, you said, me. That's okay. You said step, if your step four and three is that, that's fine. You can do whatever you want with your billion dollars. But you also did say something that's like pamper you. So literally there's going to be a little bit of nip tuck here. There. <laughs> that's part of the plan. Different. That's part of the plan. Okay. That's part of the pamper. They do that's them shits in a day. On the somewhere. list. That's probably number five. And okay. So I'm going to fix this, this, and this. <laughs> so all yeah. of this, lift these, let's do something. Right. All of that is on there. The surgeon. The, the best. Because you can afford it. Who's Kim's? Who, where's Kim's Kardashians? Yeah, but I don't want to look like I did it. No, no, I don't want her. Oh, that's true. I don't want to look like it. You can tell she did it. Like, it has to be someone. I want to know who it is that does these surgeries for people that no one can even tell. Like, it's like, that happens. Yeah. That happens, man. Like, what is it that, who is the surgeon that is really out here? Maybe Dr. Miami. I don't know. He's really popular. Like, it's just like someone is doing something out here that no one can tell. Somebody, whoever he is, the best of the best, we got him and we're booking him ASAP. By the way, I heard there's an amazing plastic surgeon that's a woman and I think she's Brazilian. And the reason I know that is because I live here, you know, everybody gets surgery out here. So like I've heard through a few people that there's this Brazilian doctor that she is spectacular and that she can create amazing, beautiful women and bodies and whatever. And I said to myself, you know what? This is the first time I've heard of a woman doing plastic surgery. I've never heard of a woman plastic surgeon doctor, plastic surgeon. I mean, I've heard of women plastic surgeons maybe, but maybe like minimal, but not like invasive plastic surgery to like, no. What is that about? Is it because men know what women should look like? I don't know. Like, what is that? I think... We might have to do some research on this, but I think that women sometimes go with more dermatology kind of aspects, right? Like the outside layers of things and even internal medicine. The money is with plastic surgery, bro. But the money's in plastic surgery. And I think there might be something different with the hand, like how much force in your hands you have to do in surgery or something. Because I I haven't met many women surgeons in general. Really? Interesting. Hmm. Something to think about. Is it a male-driven industry? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because most women, like most of my women doctors aren't surgeons other than the OBG and, you know, your gynecologist and things like that. Mm. My dentist, uh, my internal medicine, you know, most of the women are just usually my dermatologists, like those kind of things. More on the outside and the inside of women health, but never a fit, like actual surgery. I've never had. I would love to know if there's some type of a, a barrier or something. That's something we should definitely look into. Why I, is there not more female plastic surgeons? I have a, I feel, I feel like it might be something with just kind of like, we also get very, women are very sensitive when it comes to blood sometimes. But I don't think all women are, but I want to no. say like, it has to be something with like, maybe the forcefulness that has to do with plastic surgery. That's something. true. It is a very physical job to do. It's a, a plastic very surgery. physical. It's a like, physical job, yeah, because they have to like lift you up and they have to do a lot of the, the like, a lot of the stabbing, like the hug, the cutting, you like see all this what shit. they do. You're like Jesus. That's why people are in pain, and that's why I say maybe not every process, and that's why I think not every woman can do it. Like it's like not can't do it, doesn't chooses not to. That's hmm. a lot to take in. I don't know. I really don't want to say that that's the reason why. And I actually kind of think it may be low key sexist to say that. So I'm not sure if that's. <laughs> We're really discriminating on our own women. Yes. Yeah. I but it's like low key sexist. But I think it might be on the forcefulness of having to cut. Like, we're not usually interested in all of it. Like, in that. But I don't want to say that there isn't women surgeons. I've just never met a woman surgeon and I've never had a woman. Well, I've never had surgery. So that's another thing. Right. But no, I all usually all my my general doctors have always been females because it's my preference, mm-hmm. and uh, my gynecologists are usually female as well. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also a preference. It's not because there aren't male gynecologists. It's just a preference. I had male gynecologists who used to be the mayor of Coral Springs. Whole another story. Wow, he really knows his people, don't he? He know all the city. <laughs> Jesus, okay. 
the whole city. We went way off on a whole nother tangent. Yeah. Because I did say I was getting plastic surgery, any kind of surgery, all surgery, when I win these billions of dollars. <laughs> I am going to also get a personal chef because I have learned through my whole yes. journey in life of losing weight, which is like the constant battle and struggle, which we also mentioned in the interview, like we noticed in the one with Michelle, it's always like, once you have a weight issue, that's a weight issue for the rest of your life. It's not like I have a weight issue and now I found the magic pill and I'm good. No, like you have to always consistently always be on top of that. So I think investing in a personal chef is extremely key because it's all about what you put in your body. So I would definitely invest in a chef. I think that's like major key for my future. I know myself. I know what I need. Oh, and personal I need chef someone, 100%. I need someone to cater to these random ass cravings I be having. And I need you to be like, look, I need a flavor that has some type of fish in that shit. I need a little <laughs> bit of onions. Make that shit happen under these amount of calories. It needs, it needs to taste like <laughs> cheesecake factory, but less calories. Yes. Ma'am. Thank you. It needs to be, oh, this keto diet, I'm adding way too much cheese. Can you please figure this Do some vegan nonsense to make me feel like it's cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like, do something. Like, I need it. But definitely a house chef. But before the house chef, I need the, well, personal trainer, of course, comes. The chef. And then, but the chef needs a kitchen. So... So therefore you need a house to put the kitchen in. And therefore I need a house. And I think I would do a house. Well, I we forgot about our own family. Oh. <laughs> so helping out my parents is key. Yeah. And I think for my parents, they'll probably just, just they'll just be like, pay off this house. And they'll just want to, you know, my parents already want to travel. So they'll ask them no questions and let them do what they want to do. Keep yeah. them on a retainer. A world uh pass. A we'll world keep them on a budget of what they do. Because you can buy that, right? Like a world pass for the whole year and you could travel anywhere in the world. There's like oh, something I've never like heard that. That. Mm-hmm. that must be a black card kind of thing that we don't know about. Well, we we'll know once we're billionaires because then you get exposed to things in life. Exactly. Um, help them out. Help out my sibling, whatever she wants. But for me, like I don't want an extravagant out of this world ginormous mansion, but I want a nice house. And I know I want a condo. Like I know, like... Everything inside of me just wants a condo with a view. And I might do one in Seattle and New York. Nice. And Miami. Nice. I have a billion, right? Oh, shout out to shout out to Seattle that you would still get property there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And how expensive it is. And you need a billion dollars to Bill Gates is here. (laughs) We ain't got no choice. And Jeff Bezos. They killing shit out here. Yeah. So I would definitely live next door to Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. You'll be hanging out with them because you'll be going to their country clubs, whatever it is that they do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever it is that they own, they own half of it here. Um, but definitely, a, like, I want, co- I love a condo with, like, space and view because I like views. Mm-hmm. I like to wake up to, like, see something. So definitely one in Seattle, Miami, and one in New York. So a little bit of a bi-coastal kind of situation. I that. I would definitely have more than one home in more than one state. Yeah. Because that's always been a personal goal of mine regardless. So the fact that I'll be able to accomplish it on a high level, that would be really dope. Yeah. So I, w- I would, of course, have a home in New York. And I would have a home here in Miami. Here, I would do the I would do the yacht thing with the house, with the back, with the water, and all that. Like, I would and do that's that. that's simple to get also, like, in yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Like, mm-hmm. I realize what I realize is that people don't really like notice that just the regular ass homes in Fort Lauderdale right behind it could be a whole marina and you don't even know. And it'd be like the simplest, smallest looking ranch. And right behind mm-hmm. it, they have a whole boat. What and happened to this, somebody we this knew? Spectacular lifestyle that you're like, wow, this is so cool. You know what I mean? Like, this is awesome. I'm not sure if I would necessarily get a big ass yacht. Um, but because it's super expensive to maintain and everything, like it's a lot and I'm not really into the ocean like that. So I'm not sure that would just be something that I would get if I get a job. I mean, if I create a business that allows me to get more income, I'll get a yacht eventually, but it's not something that will be like on the top 20, but I would get the home that's by the water that I can just jump into the water type of thing. Cause it can happen here. So I would do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would do that. I would do the floor to ceiling windows, the entire condo. That's like, All of it. Oh, I can see Pure the entire white. city 360 view. <laughs> Of this damn apartment is amazing. <laughs> so, like, you know, You're I was shower and you are seeing the whole view of Miami is looking. Yes, yes, I'm here. Amazing. Like, I would totally do that, like 100 percent And I would also uh invest in like um 
uh, three or four apartment buildings. Like that would be major key for me. Like I need to get these apartment buildings on and popping, whether it's abandoned, whether it's, uh, you know, gentrification process, whatever the case may be, I need to get at least four apartment buildings because this money needs to keep on going. And I need to be able to leave something for my children. And I need to be able to have something under my name and incorporate myself in some way, because at the end of the day, I've, I've seen way too many documentaries with these people that hit the lotto and are broke. <laughs> Dead broke. And that would be my last and final step. So after I tour for a while, I have embarked in all of this. I have filled all this in. And shout outs to my mother for being my personal accountant because I ain't hiring nobody to handle this money. Okay? Because And thankfully, I have taken some accounting classes <laughs> to manage this and some finances. So managing it on my own and we will definitely i want to flip houses and i want to flip up like condos and things like that i want to start my own agency um and then just like just start on the world domination that we will be taking over with right. this like and building an empire with that like i want to take a break and then build an empire all right after like the whole recharge re-energize yourself refresh, you're paid off all this debt now, like how are you going to make more money come in? Exactly. Because ultimately, I'm not saying that you're going to run out of $900 million. Like, I don't think that that's an easy amount of money to run out of. Let's say that that is the money after after taxes that you get. If it's 1.6 billion, 900, I don't even know the math, but let's say it's 900 million. That's a lot of money. It's a lot, a lot of money, like a lot of money. So you can definitely kind of be lazy and still be okay. <laughs> But I don't I don't want to be lazy. Like, I feel like I've always wanted an opportunity to be able to create something and have the money to do it. So it's like that that dream to be able to come true. And it's like, yo, I can finally do something awesome and like not hesitate and do it to the level that I want to do it. If I want that shit to be luxury as fuck, I'm going to be able to make that shit luxury as fuck because I have the money to do it. So it's like, that's dope. I feel like that shit is going to be the best part, in my opinion. And then, like you said, it's scary to like put your money in other people's hands because when you have money like that, you need an accountant, you need a, a financial planner, you need a an fool. advisor. Yeah, you have to. The whole you bank to. you have to have on your side, and that's not easy. It's not yeah. easy, and you have to pay those people as well. But you have to be very like look at all the people who've been robbed, even celebrities who have been robbed directly from their accountants, from their financial advisors, people taking money out of their accounts. And they have so much that they don't see it happening until it's right. too late. Right. Until they've lost a lot of it. And so that's why I need to know to have people on my team who know the math already. Although it is a lot bigger and a lot more than what they're probably used to handling. Yeah. It's you know just scary. I mean? It's scary. It's scary to put the trust into somebody. Into someone's hands. And so in being a, a single person, you won't be able to handle that by yourself. Not one person can't right. handle that amount by themselves and track Damn, it. But okay, so what if you hit the jackpot, right? And then you marry somebody. You gonna do the prenup? Of course. Uh, pre of course. You don't believe in love, Marley? No, not at all. <laughs> not when there's a billion dollars involved. That's dangerous. That's like, but see, it's the same thing. Like, then here's, here's the scary and the negative parts of these things, right? Does this person love you for you or for the billions of dollars? Does this person want you or want your money? True. Is this, like, and, and it's it's kind of associated with that same aspect of fame, mm -hmm. right? Like you have to find someone in your same, a little bit in the same area, same field a little bit so that you can, they have a little bit of understanding. But this person that you meet, are they, yeah, are they there for your money? Do you start dating billionaire sons only? Heiress of whatever? Do we become the new Meghan Markles? I don't know. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like, it becomes a whole different thing. Now, if I'm already in a relationship and as you are, and this occurs, do you split it with your significant other that's currently with you now? Um, I I don't think I'm gonna necessarily split it if it's on me right now, like one hundred percent. I don't think I'm gonna be like, oh, it's an automatic 50-50, not necessarily. But if we play together, of course, you know what I mean. Like mm -hmm. it's fifty-fifty. I have no problem with that. But if we play alone, I wouldn't. Um, necessarily automatically say it's 50-50 because I think that um, it's the smarter thing to do mm -hmm. to not do that. Not because I don't trust him, but because he knows why. So it's just something that we would just, it would be the strategic move. Now, as far as 
him and I, and if we are still in a healthy relationship, he does not ever have to worry about anything again in life. Like, it's like, we're good. We are good. We you know are good. We are good. So you're like, you're still the one financially managing And I would give him plenty of opportunity to get as much as, he, no, and actually, to be honest with you, he's better with money than I am. So he would probably have a more control in regards to okay. get the gold, you know, steering wheel for the Bentley. It's not necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we are getting that Lamborghini <laughs> truck, my friends. I don't think you understand that Lamborghini truck and that Bentley truck that Cardi was driving. It's the, and I don't even like those cars like that. Right, I just, but it's just like, okay. I just want a Mercedes, the, the, the SUV. Mm, okay. Right. Like he, he would just be a little bit more rational than me in certain aspects. So in a way that's good. So I, I feel you. And I would, anyways. <laughs> I would definitely, definitely give him his own money. That mm-hmm. This is your gift. Don't, you don't even have to ask me. You don't have to whatever. Cause I don't want him to feel like to make it into no, something. Do else. what you want to do with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and see how you can make that grow. Give him that power and that strength because I, I hope and believe that he would do the same for me. Like, here's your money and do what you want. Yes, we are a unit, but you are entitled to this. You feel me? And do what you got to do. And that's what I probably would do with my sister and my parents. We're like, give them some chunk, like a good decent amount. And then they have to figure it out from there. Because I would rather not someone, I'd rather people not come back and forth a hundred times to keep asking me for more and more. You get what I mean? Right. Like, no, yeah, because they have to be responsible now. You're not going to be their bank. Exactly. This is not Bank of America. Bank of well, Marley. Well, not even. Bank of Charity of Marley. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be that. It should not be that. 100%. And it's like, ultimately, of course, you start blessing them and you start doing shit for them. You're probably going to buy your sister her her car and her house. Like, she doesn't have to come out of pocket for that. Like, you're yeah. going to do, you're going to bless your sister. It's a but separate it's just, thing, yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, ultimately, you can't, I've from what you've learned from, like, others and, like, what you've seen, you can't get people dependent on it, you know, and, like, just mooching forever. Like, there has to be some type of a control so that there won't be failure. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of responsibility. So I totally dig, um, you know, like not an allowance, but here's your lump sum. Here's your financial advisor so you can learn what to do with this money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think these are great routes. So we talked about our responsible side, what we do, our family, and then our extravagant, luxurious, out of this world, animal owning, probably craziness luxuries that we would have i mean just thinking about like i've seen people go to is it shanghai some people go to like japan and there's like this rooftop extravagant beautiful pool that's overseeing the whole city and i'm like i just want to be there i think it is shanghai i think think it's shanghai Shanghai. you're just like i'm just here like little things like that so i would if part of my splendor of going nuts like when i'm all right I will go to every part of the country that I've always been curious about. All of it. I'm talking about y'all ain't going to see me for a good 14 months because I'm out. Yep. I think that's me. My Instagram's going to be popping if you ask. (laughs) And if I send you a flight and you the homie, just take the flight. No questions. Don't ask questions. And that's what I'm saying where no one's going to know. Because I want to put it into this aspect of like, what the fuck is happening? Don't worry about it. Just get on the flight. I'd be like, Diana, did you get the ticket? Where are we going? <laughs> get on the flight. Just get on the flight. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well, what about work? Fuck it. I sent them $20. Go get on. Like, I got you yeah. covered. Just get on and go. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'll be, I'm a, I'm a gift person. I'm a giving person anyways. Yeah. I know that for my friends and for my close ones and things like that, like, I got you in different ways. It's not it's all of it. It's fun to make people happy. Yeah, it's just little things to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So shout outs to, and all best of luck to each and every one of us. Even yeah. if it's just getting 50 million, yeah. just getting the mega number correct can go a long way. And, and so- You know how you know I won? If you get a ticket, all right, let's say, we, all right, when we have that party in South Africa, that you're invited to and i'm just sending you a flight and hotel included and it's a seven-star hotel and you you just like but wait hold on this is extremely expensive and I, and everything is paid and has your name on it and you, and you ain't asking no questions just know i won that's my way of telling you <laughs> oh you got to bring a luggage because i got this you're yes, getting on clothes out here mm-hmm. just come through 
Fill up. No, no luggage needed. Bring your medication to you survive. <laughs> Whatever you need. That's urgent. Right. Take all of your vaccines and let's and go. And just come out here. That's it. Don't ask questions. I think that's that's how I want to approach it. Like I yeah. really want it to be a very mysterious thing. I yeah. really just want it to be because I don't think I'm gonna change. My lifestyle will change, but I don't think I'm gonna change. I'm just gonna live it really low key. I think it's hard not to change. I think I would rather not change, but I think that it's hard not to change a little bit. Not to change in the sense of like you look a little more polished. Life is a little different. Like it's just you could tell when a person has money. Honestly. We're just, we're just gonna have makeup artists and hair people on call. I, it's like sometimes I'm like walking down the street and like someone passes by and they sit next to me, let's say at a Starbucks or whatever. You could tell if that person has money. You could tell. I know. And I'd be like, damn, I'd be trying some days, but you just be on it. Like, no, they just have this 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 like air about themselves. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like I get it. Yeah, like they eat all that organic shit all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't got to go to Whole Foods on a budget no more, right? That shit is tough. Yeah. You, want food, you gotta food. select stuff sometimes in Whole Foods. Like maybe this in Whole Foods today. But this is <laughs> you nine dollar just... cookies though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ten dollar grapes that taste like cotton candy. I'm just back. Yeah. It's a messy money is gonna be popping. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of crazy. And I'm just letting you know, guys. We'll be in the same time zone every every yeah. episode. So It'll be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. So good luck and shout outs. And if you got any lucky numbers out there, share them with us. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you win and you want to donate um hundred thousand dollars towards Messy Mondays, um, we would really gladly appreciate it. And we will put it to great use. We will put it to great use, guys. It will be amazing if you decide to donate a hundred thousand dollars towards the podcast. Um, just because you like listening to us and you're like, you know what? These young ladies deserve a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. All That'll good. Put to great use. Trust Absolutely. Us. Not in all Absolutely. the things that we've mentioned, but in a lot of things. It won't we won't be able to buy everything. Messy, Mon- said, Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. <laughs>